Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Untamed Life. And if you are listening in right as this episode comes out, then it is the start of a new year. We are closing a chapter. We're starting a new one. And I want to really share today about the three key key themes that I believe this coming year is about. I've already seen a lot of it being revealed through over about the last six months, and I'm just really feeling like a hot fire around this. So I'm excited to share this with you. I believe that this is the year of reclaiming, restoring, and rebuilding everything that we are created for. And I'm going to unpack a lot about the reclaiming part today in a minute. But I want to just say that I know at this time of year, there's a lot of people, you know, setting new goals and choosing to do this and, you know, writing down what they want to accomplish this year. And and there's a lot of talk about, well, you know, it's just another year and nothing is really changing if you have the foundational pieces in place. But here's what I love about this time of year. For me, it's, it's like reading a chapter of a book. You know, I love the turning of the year as a symbolic time, a symbolic representation um, to slow down, to take even deeper pause, to consciously decide, you know, what gets to come, what gets to stay back. It's a time of deeper reflection, deeper intention setting, um, deeper navigational, you know, directives. And while we do that every day, and in the, the sum of our experience, the macro of our experience, is you know the sum of all these micro adjustments that we make every day, right? We're always tuning in, we're always course adjusting. And then there's these moments. And I believe that this turning of the year, you know, New Year's is one of those moments where we can actually just pause a little bit longer, reflect a little bit deeper, and set intention that is that much more potent, if that makes sense, and up-level the foundations that we get to put in place to support the new structure and the scaffolding for what we actually desire to create in our life in the coming chapter. So I use this analogy of closing chapters, starting new chapters. I love the concept of writing a book. I believe our life is like a book that we are writing. And the question is really, what story are you telling? What story will people tell about your life long after you're gone, right? The question is, are you still telling the same stories that you were telling five years ago or 10 years ago or two years ago or last year? You know, I'm I'm a storyteller. I'm an adventurer at heart. And to me, while I love good old stories that we get to pass down 
from generation to generation and we get to retell those, you know, really fun stories or those hard lessons from the past. I personally don't want to be retelling the same stories all the time when I meet with people, right? When I meet for coffee with someone who I haven't seen for three months or six months, you know what I'm talking about? There's those people that you sit down and they're telling you the same story. It's a different day, same problems, different season, same outcomes, right? Same financial uh, places, same places with their health, same challenges. And I'm like, wow, I, I know so many of those people. And this is not from a place of judgment. This is just to say, like, I believe we are created to always be evolving, always be telling different stories so that when we come back together, there's newness, there's richness, there's growth that we are sharing with one another. There's new learned wisdom. So today I pray that this is a year of new stories, deeper, richer, more meaningful adventures for your life, deeper growth. And so as we move into this new chapter, you know, the question really gets to be like, what does this chapter of your life as a leader this season get to look like? What will be the stories in it, right? What will be the experiences? And as you can imagine, almost closing the pages of a previous book, what, what was the past chapter about, right? What were the stories that you were telling last year? What were the things that you celebrated in the last chapter? But now they're gone and we are focusing in a new place and everything is building off the past chapter, but we're not going to sit there and just reread the same one over and over again. I mean, how many times do you get a book and you just reread the same chapter over and over again? There's few books that we do that with, unless the chapters are so rich, so deep, so multidimensional. This is why I love the word of God, because every time you read that chapter, it speaks to you with where you're at. But it's not often that we do this, right? We don't sit there and just rehash the same thing over and over again consciously, right? So what does this new chapter get to be about? What stories do you want to tell? What are you excited about to be embarking on? And so I want to jump right in and, and just share something that's been on my heart for quite some time. Um, I'm feeling really strongly about this in my spirit, in my bones, in my gut, in my heart. I'm seeing and witnessing it firsthand with the men and the women that I'm coaching and the conversations that are coming into my inbox from some of you listeners, some of you watching trainings, um, some of you that are seeking and not really sure what you're seeking. But here's the one thing I know. This is a time, an era where we can no longer continue as we've been doing. We are being called to reclaim. And I believe if you are listening and you are hearing these words, and my spirit is speaking to your spirit, that is an invitation to reclaim all that has been lost, to reclaim the territories that you have been given, that you have been entrusted, to reclaim everything that you are created for. So I want to break that down. And this is going to be one part, part one of a three-part series where I'm going to talk about reclaiming, restoring, and rebuilding. This is my key focus for 2023, the work that I'm doing right now, the mission I'm in the middle of with the writing of the book and the building of the Warriors of the Heart community and the roundtable of leaders. I really see that there is a need, a need for reclamation, restoration, and rebuilding on a solid foundation with the right scaffolding, the right infrastructure that is actually life-giving and multiplying to everyone that's involved. But today we're going to just jump into the reclamation project, reclamation. I want to start here by saying it is time to reclaim the territory of our mind, 
our bodies, our heart, and our spirit. I have talked many times about the fact that we are multidimensional beings. And here's the thing. So many of us, we do this. It happens to me too. We get hijacked. Our minds become hijacked. You'll hear me say it a million times, but you know, the battle is for your soul, right? The battle is for your soul. And, and the way to your soul is through your heart, but the battleground is the mind. I'm going to say that again, the battle, the ultimate battle here is for your soul, your life force. The battle is, you know, access through the heart, right? Like it's for your heart. Cause he who captures your heart ultimately captures your soul, but the battlegrounds, a lot of those battles are fought in the battleground of the mind. And so many of us, are sitting here mindlessly going through the motions, consuming content, um, podcasts, shows, videos, music, all kinds of noise in the collective consciousness, thoughts, programming that's getting passed on through generations, right? Through societal programming. We are not claiming the territory, and it is territory of our mind, this creative, incredible, God-given, like, superhuman thing that we have to tap into the most creative visions, right? To dream bigger, to stretch our imagination, to start to move to becoming builders and engineers and architects of dreams and visions that have been placed inside of us, right? If we do not guard the territory of our mind, it will be polluted. It will be hijacked and all kinds of terrible seeds get planted in there, right? Faulty programs, or we are mindlessly just passing it on. So the first thing I want to talk about is this is a time of reclaiming the territory of your mind. This is the battleground, my friends, right? So much mindset talk about out there, right? I was a mindset coach for years, a high performance coach. I do a lot of mental uh, re reshifting, right? Recalibrating, reorganizing thoughts and belief structures and rewiring of subconscious programming. I do a lot of that. And the reason why is that mind is so key. But so many of us, again, are just going through the motions. So the question is, like, do you really have ownership over your mind? Are you aware of what's going on in the territory of your mind, your thoughts, your beliefs? What about your heart? Let's move into the heart, right? Who owns your heart? Who does your heart belong to? Let me tell you something. Our heart belongs to someone or something. And again, I go into a lot of this. And the work I do, I have an entire chapter about this in the book that's coming out at the end of the year about where is our heart's allegiance? What do we love, right? What do we long for? And a lot of us, our hearts have been closed. They've been hardened. They've been bitter. They're fearful. And or we haven't gone into the depths of our heart. We're still playing on this like really like emotional front line that our heart is just jumping and responding to anything that's exciting rather than going deep into the longings that were placed there by our creator, right? The desires, the gifting, like the, the juicy, like deep, deep, most innermost parts of our being in our heart. And I think, again, our hearts have been hardened. Our hearts have been hijacked. We've allowed the enemy to come in, right? To cause betrayal, mistrust, 
break our hearts, right? How many of you listening have had your hearts broken? I mean, through grief, through sorrow, through losses. And it is time to reclaim your heart space and everything that that heart is designed for. The loves, you know, I spent last weekend at the Biltmore Estate with my husband. We were celebrating our anniversary and also ringing in the new year. And we we walked around because we wanted to stretch our imagination. We wanted to dream a little bit more. And they had a you know, exhibit from Leonardo da Vinci and really just going there as I was tuning into this reclamation of this year, I do a lot of creative work. You know, I create a lot of things. I'm creating a book. I create the podcast. I create coaching programs. I create guided practices, meditations. I'm in creation almost all the time. And even more, even though I do that, I realized that I'm ready to reclaim my love for different types of art this year, for, for music, for other types of expression, dancing, right? To really, I mean, reclaim the Renaissance woman inside of me that had become a little bit, even though I'm doing, you know, a lot of different things, a lot of my creative energy was still, you know, in the works that I was creating, right? Which are totally fulfilling, totally life-giving for me. But that's where I was pouring so much of my creative juice, which is great. I'm going to continue to do that. And at the same time, I'm going to stretch and invite myself to invite even more creativity to flow in me and through me so I can have even more ways of expressing, you know, who I am as a woman, as a soul, right? Like what I'm here to do, to share with the world. And so just re- reclaiming the love for the things that you forgot that you even enjoyed, the music, the art, the adventure. So many people I talk to have lost their sense of adventure, their desire, their longing for the unknown. It's time for us to reclaim that because that is an essential part of us being able to move forward into opportunities, to move forward into new ways of leading, to move forward into the next chapter, the next season, you know, of what we're really are called to do right now. We've got to really learn to reclaim and love that space of the unknown, the zero, right? The adventure. And so as I talk about reclaiming the territory of your mind, reclaiming your heart, you know, even the love that has been lost. So many times, some of us have lost children. I know that. I know that feeling to lose something dear that you held in your womb. Some of us have lost, you know, relationships that were fragmented and broken. Maybe parents that abandoned us. Maybe it was divorces that happened. And it seemed like a part of you died in that process. And a part of us seems like it really does die because we're entangled and bonded with each other. But see, there's a part of us that that person, that thing, that child, that, you know, that relationship represented. And sometimes when we go through this grieving and, you know, or we fail to grieve and fail to really appreciate the whole experience. It can be like a part of us is just gone forever. And that part of you, again, I see it a lot. I'm going to go back to the adventure piece. You know, that part of you that was adventurous and carefree and used to laugh and was light, that part of you that had wonder, right? Sometimes we lose these parts of ourselves because we lose jobs, we lose positions, we lose money for a season, right? Something exits our life and we claim it as a loss. And so now I believe that this is a time, a season, an era. We're not going to bring back <laughs> from, from the dead, but we are going to reclaim the love, right? The joy, the intimacy, the love, and bring it back into our life so that it's available 
for the next thing, right? For the next relationship, for the, the, the children we have now, like it's fully there. This is a key thing that I talk about in a lot of relationship coaching that I do is that there are so many times when we have um, relationships from the past, we have soul ties, right? And we're still entangled with these, these exes or these previous relationships or these job titles or whatever. And what we do is we actually lose a part of ourselves to that past. We don't bring it forward into the current situation that we're in. We try to enter into a new relationship to, you know, I, I work with a lot of people who are in their second marriages, right? And they're not all in. They haven't brought all of their heart they haven't reclaimed all of their heart for this relationship to go all in. And see, you can't have a, a thriving relationship that is flourishing or a thriving business and a mission that is flourishing if you are not bringing all of you. So this reclamation, when I talk about reclaiming the lost parts of you is like, where are there parts of me that I just lost? I left behind my heart. You know, I left a piece here. I left a piece there. We're here to reclaim the territory of your heart, your mind, your body, your spirit. This morning, I started this year, you know, I'm really tuning in some of you know, I used to own a holistic health and wellness center. We did a lot of nutrition. We did personal training, athletic races, all kinds of things. And here's the thing, you know, there's for so many years, the goals used to be about running a 5k, 10k marathon, whatever, winning a race, getting to a certain percentage body fat, getting a six pack, fitting into a size, whatever, right? Looking a certain way. Here's what I know about the vessel. Your body is the vessel. And so many people's vessels are hijacked. If you haven't listened to episode four, energy is everything, go back and listen to it because so many of us have given away our body to alcohol, to food, to sedatives, to pills, to, you know, external circumstances, stress, right? We've literally given, we've sacrificed our bodies and we have lost this vessel that is really here to channel, to hold, to multiply. A lot of us want to do a lot of powerful, beautiful things in the world, but you need the stamina. You need the endurance. You need the ability to get anchored when there's storms around you so that you don't get tossed about in the waves, right? When like, like the wind just throws you off or circumstances just throw you off your game completely and you're ungrounded and you're unsettled. You've got to have the ability, the capacity. Capacity is key here to get grounded again. You've got to train the nervous system that runs through this vessel, how to be calm, right? Not to be overtaken by fear. It's great if your spirit is calm, but you are again, multidimensional being. You've got to train the physical vessel as well as the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, right? Because again, I see a lot of people, I'm just going to say this, a lot of people say, oh, I'm spiritual or I have faith or whatever. They're not grounded. They're not strong. They don't have endurance in their physical vessels. And they've they're still struggling with all kinds of weight issues and stress issues and chronic pain issues and inflammation issues. And here's the thing, you cannot be everything. You cannot hold everything you're designed to hold when you are burnt out, exhausted, inflamed, overweight, not sleeping. So it's time to reclaim the vessel, the body, because your vessel is, is just that. The healthier, the more grounded, the more, I don't want to say in control, but like the more you can train yourself to be still, to relax, to breathe through discomfort, to slow time down instead of being frantic. You got to train the vessel and you've got to claim back the territory of your body. 
where you have given it away. A lot of people I work with have addictions too, right? Alcohol is a big one. I come from a family where there was an alcoholic. I know what it's like when your entire body, your mind, your heart, your soul, and your home environment becomes hijacked by the enemy. You give the territory away. You give the keys away, right? So pay attention as I speak here. I'm speaking about the battleground of the mind, the heart, the gateway to the soul, the spirit, who owns your spirit, right? Who owns your vessel right now? Like, and if you don't know who owns your mind, who owns your heart, who owns your spirit, who owns your vessel? Well, I invite you to do a check it and say, what has power over it, right? Like what throws it for a loop? What inspires it? That's what has control over you. That's what has power over it over it, right? We're talking about reclaiming so that there is, you know exactly how to navigate, how to steer these parts. The last couple things I want to tune into here is reclaiming the territory of your home. Each one of you listening has your own kingdom, your own domain, whether you're a family of one, whether you got a cat, a dog, birds, or if you are, you know, single and it doesn't matter if you are married and you have children. I'm especially talking to you. I'm especially talking to you because I spent too many years unaware of how potent, how important it is that we have claim of the territory that we've been given. You know, we have been entrusted. If you have children, those are gifts from heaven. Those are gifts from your creator. You have been entrusted with these lives, with these souls, at least for a season of time to prepare them, to set the way, to be a guardian, right, of a fortress for what comes in, what, what attacks them and what doesn't. You have to become a protector and a curator of your home, your family environment, your family atmosphere. And yet I'll raise that my hand too, because I grew up in a, in a place where, you know, there was a lot of a, a masculine that did not have, you know, claim his territory as the protector, true provider, you know, spiritual protector of the family, right? It was kind of like gates wide open. He kind of came and went, it was fun. Like, but that was missing, man. I'm really talking to you, especially because you are, your presence is so essential in the homes. You know, when we look at the statistics, I'm not going to throw them out there today on fatherless homes, fatherless homes, whether you're physically present or mentally absent, emotionally absent, or just absent completely. So many men and, and women are doing this too. You know, I, I, I did this too, where I just got so obsessed, so focused on the business side of things that home was just somewhere to come and who relax. And I was not fully aware of how much importance lies in really being aware of the territory of our home, being relentless about what comes in, what goes out, what we entertain, because what we entertain, we absorb, we invite in. I'm going to say that again, what you entertain inside of your home, you invite into your heart, your spirit. If you're entertaining drama, you're entertaining chaos, you're entertained by fighting. Um, and it doesn't matter. You can be entertaining it physically inside your home amongst each other. You might be entertaining it through TV, YouTube, all this other stuff, but what you entertain repeatedly, you invite into your home, right? So I, this is a huge piece that I'm like really ruthless about. And especially when I work with my clients, it's like, look, let's reclaim the territory of your home. And with that, reclaiming the territory of your business, your mission, 
your calling. I work with a lot of people that this is, this is classic. I see this all the time that you have given away the territory of your home. Maybe your kids are running around, they're running the show. Everyone else is in charge except for you, right? And this isn't about a battle for control. This is a, a reestablishing structure that supports the flow of life, right? There is an authority that's required, not a dictatorship that's tyrannical, but a sense of authority that gives protection and safety, right? That there is a covering where people can come under, and, oh, I just feel safe here. I feel like I can relax, right? I feel like I can be held. And I think that this is a thing that's really missing from a lot of the leaders I've, I've talked to. This regular conversation I have is about reclaiming the territory of their home and also their business. And here's what I'll tell you. They parallel each other, right? They often parallel each other. So the question is really like, are you in a place now where everyone else is running the business, not because you've delegated effectively and you're, you know how to execute and you're still at the helm with the vision, right? Your people know where they're going. I'm talking about, there's a lot of leaders right now where if I was to ask your teams, what's the vision? Where are you guys headed? Like what direction are you all rowing in? A lot of people have executive teams or a staff or whatever. Everyone's kind of rowing in a different direction. There's a lot of activity. There's a lot of buzz. There's a lot of action, but not a lot of forward momentum in harmony. Harmony. Harmony, which I'll do a full episode on. A lot of us want harmonious flow state leadership and cohesion and working together, collaboration in our teams, but we don't understand how to tune in to our own unique you know, sound, music, rhythm, while also allowing others to have their own unique sound and rhythm. Harmony is when you can stay totally tuned in, bring your genius while also listening and observing and knowing when it's time to enter, when it's time to pull back. Just saw a beautiful representation of this on New Year's. We had this band that came together at the bed and breakfast that we were staying in. And these five band players, they don't, they're not a regular band. They're not, they don't play together, right? But every once in a while, there's about 40 musicians that kind of circle around and go to these different bed and breakfasts and they just come together and it's all impromptu, right? Um, impromptu um, music, songs, all this. And they made the most beautiful music that night. It was so fun. It was so entertaining. It was so life-giving. And there was just so much cohesiveness and collaboration and playfulness and really everybody bringing their own unique genius at the right time and being in the right roles at the right time, at the right place, without going too fast, without going too slow, without interjecting, without trying to overpower the other. There was a real reverence and a respect for everybody's unique sound contribution that made the cohesiveness of the whole. So I shifted into that vision of the musician, right? The musicians playing the music, because this is something I see is really missing, especially in a lot of organizations that have become very rigid, very linear, very, you know, old school, um, I don't want to say operating from wounded masculine principles, but kind of, right? Very competitive, very threatening environments. And we have got to change the game. I really believe that this is a time where leaders are being called to reclaim the territory of their businesses. I could keep going with this, reclaiming the industry, right? Being leaders who change the way the industry thinks, operates, moves, does, right? 
Somebody's got to go first. So the question is, what do you get to reclaim in this season? I'm going to say, end by saying this, reclaiming the inheritance, you know, the gifts, the blessings, the financial prosperity. So many people are living, you know, just still in a survivalist game. They may have, maybe you make a lot of money, but a lot of money exits, or maybe you've just, you know, wealth has been lost throughout the years, throughout the generations. For me and for my husband and I, this is a time of us really tuning inwards and reclaiming what has been lost across the board. And we're really tapping into this financial piece as we reclaim the right thinking, the right mindset, the right heart for money, the right spirit on how to move it and use it as as really good stewards, right? To, To have different relationships with it, to use it differently, to teach our children about money differently inside of our homes, and really to receive what was given away distributed and lost. Again, it may have been in your lifetime, it may have been generations before you, but when we are living under these generational wounding, generational curses, generational patterns, we don't even realize the agreements that have been made from the people that went before us, your parents, your grandparents, right? that lost in their generation, the inheritance that was meant for you because they made agreements with fear, addiction, betrayal, closed hearts, right? They sold their soul in exchange for something that they thought they needed in the moment. And I'm not gonna get into further details on that, but this is what I can relate to. This is where I'm at right now. And this is what I'm inviting you into this season. This year is a year of reclaiming, restoring and rebuilding everything that has been lost. Reclamation is the first step. I want to invite you, if this is landing with you, first of all, to share this with a friend. Please share this episode. I really value you you just passing it on. Secondly, if you want to learn more about what I'm doing in 2023 with kingdom-minded leaders, men and women ready to rise, reclaim, restore, rebuild, thriving relationships, heart-centered missions together, Click on the link to learn more about the initiation. We are beginning this one in February. It will be evergreen after that. But I have some really cool intro uh, offers for those of you who want to get in on the ground. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. I wish you many, many blessings in the year ahead. And until next time, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously, the untamed life. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors. Here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.